0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, to be the best, you have to beat the best. That's the model BYU football has taken as an independent. We examine the
1: progression of BYU football scheduling over the last four years and beyond. Voice your opinion using
0: the hashtag... BYU Plus, former BYU basketball star Jonathan Tavernari makes his in-studio debut talking NBA Finals and World Cup soccer. Let's go.
2: This is BYU Sports Nation presented
0: by the BYU
2: Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your host. Spencer Linton and Jerem
0: Jordan. BYU Sports Nation on your radio and TV presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Happy Monday, June 9th, two weeks away from BYU Football Media Day. I'm Spencer Linton teamed up with exotic mug collector Jerem Jordan.
1: I wish, man. Although uh, my wife and I collect shot glasses that are unused (laughs) of places that we go. My, my
0: thing is hats. Whenever you I go like visit hats? a place, I, I get a hat, especially like major league baseball parks. So like, Yankee Stadium, I got a Yankee hat. I have hat, a hard time
1: with that park. because, like, I'm never going to wear a Yankee hat. You couldn't pay me to wear a Yankee hat. Well, you could pay me to wear a Yankee hat, but you no. have
0: an investment in that though because because you're from Seattle and you're a Mariners fan. So, well, I'm I not
1: didn't... from. C- yeah, I lived there when I was younger in the Northwest. But if Portland. you're from, yeah, if you're from Portland, you can. You're claim from the Seattle. Mariners, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like in Salt Lake, you can claim the Broncos, sort of. Not really. The Rockies? I don't know. Yeah, That doesn't really happen. See, in I didn't Utah. grow
0: up in a major or around a major league city. Like I, so we're I, in the
1: same boat of where we kind of
0: grew. But up. But you, you know? inherited the
1: Mariners. Yeah, I. Yeah, if it's not your team, I have a hard time wearing that shirt because you endorse that. Yes. Product. Right. That's
0: a that's a fair statement. Yeah. I, see, I don't. But being from Salt Lake City, Utah, I major league baseball. Like I just well, like. I, but, yeah, that's true. Okay. You just get asked about it. You I know? can't do it. Like when I was a, when I was rooting for the Jazz in the late '90s, like oh, I yeah. could not don any Chicago Bulls apparel. Oh, no. Like that was sacrilegious.
1: Yes, yes, you can't. <laughs> so, so I do. By the way, is tonight, I do understand that. Is tonight the NBA TV documentary on the '84 draft? I think it is tonight. I just I just checked out. I asked that like I didn't know. I checked out a <laughs> is book. It, is it? Yep, it is. Because yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, I checked out a book on the '84 draft, like that changed the NBA: Jordan, uh, Hakeem, Charles. John, I can't wait to read it. Who was
0: the number one pick in that draft? Akeem Olajuwon. Was it Akeem? Yes. Wasn't it Bowie? Oh, no, he Bowie was, two, was number to, two. Yeah, yeah, Bowie Sam to, to the Bowie. Uh, yeah. Wow, Sam Bowie. <laughs> no, not David Sam. Yeah. <laughs> I've always Port had re- L- Portlanders hate that, but enough. I've All always had respect for guys talking NBA now that that get better in extremely stressful situations. LeBron James had that look in his eye last night. Uh, took you over. just knew it. You just knew it. Hashtag no cramping here. Yeah. yeah. J- Jimmer was that guy for BYU in college. I mean, Tyler Haas has been that, that way for BYU. Who's going to be that guy for BYU football? Taysom Hill is kind of the, the natural flow into that position, right? Taysom or Taysom Hill. One of those two guys I think needs to be the guy. Who's going to be that guy that gets and that Jay look Ma in his Williams. eye in the fourth quarter when he's like, we're not losing? We're not losing. I'm taking the game over. That was Jim McMahon. That was Jim McMahon. You want to punt? We're not punting. <laughs> Call timeout. <laughs> Join our conversation twenty-four-seven using the hashtag BYUS and link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and get involved in today's Twitter topic. What
1: do you think about the direction of scheduling for BYU football as an independent? Use the
0: hashtag BYUSN Yo. If there was a favorite button on that question, I would favorite it like a hundred times. That's how I feel about it. Okay? Use the hashtag BYUS and tell us what you think about the direction of BYU football scheduling. Listen to the show noon Eastern on BYU Radio Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUTV.org. With no further delays, rise and shout on a Monday. It's time for What's Trending? What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation? Topic one scheduling the big boys in 4 years of independence now approaching year number 4 BYU football led by athletic director Tom Holmo and head coach Bronco Mendenhall have put together a high profile scheduling campaign and done so in a rem- uh, rather remarkable time frame it's been accelerated let's compare 2011 to 2014 2015 and beyond okay With the addition of UCLA in 2015, you finalize a September to remember for the Cougars. Mm. Probably the toughest schedule you've ever played. And yes, I say even a little bit tougher than 1991 with the reigning Heisman Trophy winner Ty Detmer when you played Florida State, UCLA, and Penn State. Okay, that was a really difficult schedule. Yeah, I think 2015 is more difficult because you have three true road games. At least Florida State was at a neutral side in the pigskin classic. Right. You've gone from playing the Dregs. 04 was
1: tough, too.
0: 04 was really
1: Notre tough. Notre Dame, Stanford, USC, Boise State. Yeah. That's very similar to what 04 uh, You played the number one team in the country in USC,
0: produce. but you had them as a home game. You yeah. had them as a home I game. I was
1: on my mission. Missed that debacle. <laughs> Missed the apostasy of BYU football.
0: <laughs> that was a game at halftime. With three and by four, the way. thank goodness. Okay, you've gone from playing the Dregs. That's what of losers the say. It was a game at halftime. It was. <laughs> it was. I
1: was surprised. Winners are never like, it was a game at halftime. <laughs> Point. It was no game at the
0: end. Fine one. Point Jerem. You've gone from playing the dregs of the WAC and such in 2011. Idaho, New Mexico State, Hawaii. Yeah. You played Idaho State ha- that same year. And
1: Tom Homel told us, hey, the first couple of years, and literally the first two years, are gonna be a little different than what it will be.
0: You had to get out to see games.
1: With uh WAC teams later in the year, just to get out to sea. Yeah. And now BYU's producing. Pretty stinking good schedule. But
0: a lot of people are like, oh, I don't know if I like independence. Yeah, we have Mississippi and Texas early, but this November stuff is crazy. I don't know, man. I'm not buying into it. <laughs> they
1: never sound intelligent.
0: Uh, uh, I don't know. Sound like Charlie from, uh, <laughs> it's always sending it. <laughs> uh, I don't, I don't know. about independence. Now look at what's on the schedule, even in 2014. Who are the dregs of your schedule in 2014? I'll tell you. Okay. Connecticut, P5 conference. <laughs> Uh, of P5s? Oh, well, sorry. Not Cal. P5. Cal, okay. Who won one game last
1: year against Portland State. Still haven't been in a, defeated an FBS opponent under Sonny Dykes. Uh, let's go Virginia, Texas. You're playing three.
0: Okay, will you there take... I will take the Virginia is really bad. The, won two games last year. Of the ACC. One against an FBS opponent. and of the Pac-12. Brigham Young! Yes, but I'll, ta- I'll take the lower tier teams in those bigger conferences over Idaho State, New Mexico State, and Hawaii yes. any day. Yes. Plus, Please. you add a number of really good non-Power 5 teams on top of teams like Texas and Boise State. Yeah,
1: I like playing Houston and Utah State and Central Florida and Boise State. Those are good teams. I like those games in there. as If those are the second level of games that you're playing, because those teams are on par or better, well, they, they should be better, than the Connecticut's and California's, now which let's are look-
0: the bookends of your schedule, by the way, on the road. Now let's look at 2015. Who are the dregs on the 2015 schedule? The dregs. Uh... You'd look at
1: a team like uh, Southern Miss. We think that Southern Miss won't be on there. I when don't I'll think that them. game's going to be there. But long. as of now, Southern Miss, Connecticut, UNLV, San Jose State, East Carolina won 10 games in Conference USA yeah, last year. San Jose year.
0: State was not a bad team. They've not been a bad team over the past few years. San Jose State is a respectable program now.
1: When BYU lost in 2012 they won 10 at San games. Jose State, They finished. the Spartans finished ranked.
0: They won 10
1: games. BYU should have won that stinking game. You don't go to San Jose State and lose. But that's what BYU did.
0: But in September, you now have Nebraska, Boise State at home, at UCLA, at Michigan. So, yeah, like, you're not going to have a top 25 team every week. No team does that. Not an SEC team. You don't want that. Not a Big Ten team. Not a Pac-12 team. You don't have a top 25 opponent every single week. BYU has a Power 5 schedule in 2015. Congratulations, Tom Holmo, for doing the impossible and putting that together in a short time frame. And... It's
1: That'll be year, what, five of uh, independence? So it just took a couple years.
0: Even last year.
1: Yeah, 2013 was really solid. Uh, I don't even count Virginia as one of the notables there, but Texas, uh, Utah. Wisconsin. Georgia Tech. Even Houston was Boise solid. E Boise State. State Wisconsin-Notre Notre Dame, of Dame. course. And then uh, Washington in the bowl game. You're always hoping that you play a significant game in the bowl game. Tom Homel said it would take a couple years to Get this thing going. And it has. And I think 2015 is as good a schedule as BYU can put together. Like you said, you're playing a really good September, significant games early. Granted, three are on the road, but you'll get some of that back uh, with UCLA at least and then Boise State. But then you're playing some good non-P5s, some of the best that are out there. Cincinnati and Fresno State and Utah State.
0: All good football teams. All good
1: football teams. And then you want some others that just aren't as good. You want some UN- I like UNOV on the schedule a lot. You need a break. BYU fans from Southern California and Vegas, they can go see BYU and BYU fans go down to Vegas, Cougar Stadium South, and go see BYU play. I like that game. I love the 2015 schedule. I, I think that the three road games against uh, name opponents, possibly top 25 teams, that's tough. I would le- Obviously, you want that two and two. And if the cost of independent scheduling is that you don't have great Novembers, fine. I get it. BYU's not going to have great uh, home November games. Everyone else is in conference. Why would they? I understand. But if this is what BYU is going to produce in 2015 versus being in the Mountain West Conference, Indy, baby!
0: But in 2015, I'm looking at the November schedule. Fresno State at home is a decent game in November. Yes,
1: that's a decent game. I want, I want P five. I would love to have P fives at home in November. It's not going to happen. I get it. Get them in September though. Eventually
0: you get Utah. Man, that brings us to our stat of the day.
2: It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Haller! 2004.
1: That's the last time BYU played three P five or Power Five teams in September, excluding Utah. So 2015, you'll have three of those at Nebraska, at UCLA, at Michigan.
0: Oh, all on the road.
1: Yeah, and 0-4... O- oh. 04, we mentioned it, and you went to all these games. I was yes, two of them are out home. knocking doors in Brazil. Notre Dame at Stanford, USC.
0: Okay, your, non, your non-P5 games in the future are relatively...
1: August are, and September, I should say.
0: ...are against relatively good teams. I like that. I spoke to Tom Homo a few months ago, and he made it clear about BYU's football objectives, and I quote, We desire to be a top-15 team. Our desire is to play with the biggest of the big boys. Mission accomplished in 2015 and even 2016 and beyond. I love it. Our Twitter question today is How do you feel about the direction of BYU football scheduling moving forward? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At Big D Dan Eleven, BYU football's schedule progression seems to be the theme of a certain movie. Everything is awesome. <laughs> Everything is cool when you're part. When is a that team. coming out on
1: Blu-ray? I need that. Uh, isn't it out? Oh, I, I haven't know. seen it. At Lauren Frankham, it's scary without c- consistency, but the constant scheduling of big new teams uh, all over keeps things intriguing. I agree. I I'm not nervous at the lack of consistency per se because I know. I know we're going to have great opponents. And you look at 2016, you already have seven games, four against P5s. Two in NFL stadiums. Awesome.
0: And one. Other news trending in Kill BYU me. Sports Nation. How about Taylor Sanders? Oh, second my. leading hitter for Team USA. Tearing it up. Wins over Russia in five sets and three sets. They're 4-0. and Here's Taylor after a big weekend in Long Beach.
3: It's hard, and they're very, very physical. And so, you know, I'm just out there trying to keep up. I'm a small guy, and so... You know, I got to learn how to play against these bigger guys and, you know, just keep learning from from all the guys on my team and try to get better.
0: Trying to fit in. (laughs) I think he's doing it. He's the leading
1: outside hitter for Team USA right now, straight out of BYU. Thanks to Dave Neely for getting that sound, by the way, uh, in Long Beach. In other news, Kyle Van Noy got married on Saturday. Ziggy Jimmer... Brandon Davies and Cody Hoffman of the took a selfie that is the <laughs> picture of the year. If you haven't seen it, uh, I'll, we'll tweet it out again. Fantastic stuff.
0: The Milwaukee Brewers draft BYU pitcher Colton Mahoney in the 23rd round. The LA Dodgers draft shortstop Tanner Chanti, who's on a mission, in the 35th round. Congratulations to a couple of BYU baseballers. We'll talk to one of those guys later today. Keep your responses coming using the hashtag BYUS. And up next, it's our NBA Finals analyst, Jonathan Tavernari. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live in Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon from 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143. The BYU Radio iOS app, byuradio.org simulcast on BYU TV. Don't forget to follow the show on Twitter.
1: You can do that on YouTube.com slash sports. We cut up the interviews from every show if that's just what you want to watch, but you probably want to watch the whole thing, right? You can go to the DVR for that. Uh, if not, go to YouTube.com slash sports.
0: You have no excuses not to be caught up to date. Period. Yes. Exclamation. <laughs> Get her done. What do you think about the direction of scheduling for BYU football as an independent? Use the hashtag BYUS and to keep your responses coming on the Twitter machine. Our first guest today, former BYU basketball star and now professional basketball star in Brazil, shows up in a suit and tie Look at this guy to represent Jonathan Tavernari. What's up, man?
2: Not a whole lot. I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Okay, okay, Great.
0: the the suit and tie explain this.
2: You love up. Justin Timberlake's song, apparently. I always dress up. <laughs> what can I say? Hey, did, did you do this for BYU Sports Nation? I, I always dress up. Okay. I always dress up.
1: All right. So, I guess I had forgotten this because literally you walked in and I was like, "Did you just come from, or are you
0: going to the temple?"
2: <laughs> no, I always dress up. <laughs> <laughs> first, first rule of wanting to be a pro: you got to act like a pro. You got okay. So, you got to yeah. look
0: like a pro. Got to act yeah. like a pro. And I'm going to what, Italy, sorry, I'm not what? in Brazil
2: anymore. So oh, that's yeah. right. Okay. And we need to shave. It's not November <laughs> yet. You got to get rid of that. So <laughs> that's what I keep hearing. Yeah. I'm I just forgot. Ask what, you. Yeah. About Wait. Jordan. So you're going to Italy? That... I went back to Italy. That's right. Yeah. So t- you're going to go play in Yeah, I'm going to go play in Italy, yeah, go Italy you now. Okay. So you were in yeah. Brazil? I was.
1: Uh what team did you play for? I was Pinedos? playing for the
2: team I grew up playing for, Piñeros, That's Pinedos. right. Oh okay. so yeah. He Come on. You forgot about that? I, should, I, <laughs> I was on the show like a month ago. Come on. <laughs> I didn't forget. I'm just wow. asking you. I mean that much to you. Listen, I don't <laughs> want to come off like I know everything. Wait, I probably <laughs> already do. Oh. So were you playing with Luis Lemmes and Rafael Adojo? I was, playing, Hafa, no, I was playing with Hafa. That's right. Okay. So, yeah, it was good year. It was fun year. But I, I ended up getting hurt in the end of the season. You know, I didn't play there at uh, probably the last two months. You know, I had a torn calf and, uh, you know, I had an early playoff exit. So it was tough year. But, yeah. Well, where in Italy are you going to be playing? I uh, got a few offers, you know. Uh, my wife and I try to stay up of Florence, you know. South of Italy is kind of an interesting, you know. Folks down there are kind of a they're kind of a different kind of <laughs> kind of kind of breed. So we try to stay up around Florence, Milan. So you know, hopefully we'll stay around Venice. You know, you're going to live in Italy and play yeah. basketball. Well, I'm a second time there. You know, as soon as I graduated from BYU, I went over there. Right. I, I'm a dual citizen. And uh, you know we love it there. You know, went to Brazil for a year because you know my my club Pinheiro's, You know, it's kind of holds a special place in my heart, just like BYU. We're playing you know, World Championships, EuroLeague champs, and all this stuff it was a big situation. You know, but it was a year. It was a different. You know, and we're ready to go back to Europe. So my
0: awesome. point being that you're going to be a professional basketball star for the second time in Italy. In Italy, that's this right. is your
2: reality. Yeah, yeah. This is, is a good it's thing. Fine. You know, it's it's interesting. You know what I mean? It's. You know, there's ups and downs. You know, you stay away. You know, for watching BYU games, watch NBA games, do anything. You know, you gotta stay up in the wee hours of the morning. You know, because it's a time, time difference and all that. But it's it's awesome. You know what I mean? The crowds. I mean, it's, you know, obviously I don't play in a, in a gym as big as the Marriott Center, but. It's still fun, you know what I mean? Because you play for you know four or five thousand people, crowds go crazy. It's pretty much like a soccer game inside of a gym, which yeah. is kinda scary, you know, <laughs> depending on where you look at, but yeah. it's fun. So you speak at least three
1: languages, four. I assume? Four. Yeah. Spanish yeah. Spanish in there too. too. Yeah. Okay. So English, Portuguese, Spanish, Italian.
2: Yeah, that's right.
0: That's pretty good.
1: You yeah. need to
2: pick it up. I want I want five. I want my wife speaks five my, oh, five, really? my wife speaks English. Arabic, French, Portuguese, and English, and uh, Italian. So yeah. Wow. So,
1: that is ridiculous. <laughs> did you not say Portuguese
2: in there? No, I did. Yeah, I said oh, okay. English, okay. Arabic, Portuguese, French, okay. and Italian. She wanted to go. With you know, we had an offer to go to France this year, but I was like, I don't speak any French, so we're not going there. She's like, No, you're going there because you got to go through what I've been through. And I'm like, No, I don't.
0: Okay. So, before we establish this NBA Finals discussion, because you're our BYU Sports Nation NBA Finals uh, expert. Appreciate it. You yeah. didn't know that that you right. are okay. as of today but you brought up your wife i understand that you've signed a ton of autographs in your basketball career yeah.
2: but maybe the best autograph you signed was was for your wife no it's no i joke around that the way we met was she asking for my autograph but it wasn't you know <laughs> you guys remember uh gary uh uh played for utah state uh, gary he went to Bingham, I, to Bingham, I forgot his last name. And uh, anyway, he uh, Gary Wilkinson. Remember him, the okay, big man. Okay. Okay. No. And uh, they grew up together. They were friends. And the first game she ever went to was when we beat them at uh, the Delta Center and Air Solutions. You know, it was a fun game. I played well, and uh, you know, her and her brother went and just you know just to see because they were really good friends with the Wilkinsons. And you know, she saw me, and the next day, you know, next day in class, she's like, hey, I saw you at the game. Good job. And then uh, you know, I got her number, and you know. About you were the mojo, and a of days later, we were engaged. Wow. So that's how it was. Yeah. All right, very good. It was after I got a, BYU basketball I got a, game trick, a quick trigger, right? Not only on the basketball court, <laughs> <laughs> so, so. I'm open, right? NBA range, baby. Oh, yeah. Jonathan
0: Tavernari, former BYU basketball star and soon to be Italian basketball star, now moving back over from Brazil. So, you, so you,
2: still you like have that, to, huh? Yeah.
1: you still have to sign a contract. You're
0: figuring, yeah, out where you know, to my
2: agent is working, you know, okay. deals, you know, ears and all that kind of stuff, you know what I mean. So, that's what he gets paid for. So, right. I don't gotta do anything, I Gotta enjoy being in Utah in the summer. So yeah. no air
0: conditioning uh, in the NBA finals. Have you ever played in an arena with yeah. no air
2: conditioning? Well, the last ever since I left BYU, I have not played <laughs> in an arena with air wow. conditioning. You know what I mean? And uh, you know it. Honestly, everybody, you know, just he's an, even LeBron. So he's an easy target. You know what I mean? But honestly, you know that is probably. The hardest thing to deal with, because you know, with an injury, like even with my my torn calf, you know, like yeah. I could be on the court faking it, you know, like kind of limping in one leg, you know, but when you cramp, I mean. You're out. It's you over. I mean? Get pickle juice. And I found out the pioneers juice. the pioneers kind of, you know, came up with the whole pickle juice idea, you know, but it's And
1: that's more preventative.
3: Yeah, you once know Once it I mean? once it happens, yeah, it's
2: over. Yeah. You're done. You know what I mean? I I feel bad for the guy. I mean, he's, you know, we've never seen somebody like him, you know. He's the Michael Jordan of our era, you know what I mean? I don't think he ever be better than Jordan, but you know, he's he's as good as he gets. Oh, he's know? the guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's the guy, but I felt bad, you know. It's just another thing for everybody to pick on him.
1: Yeah. Well, he came back strong and took over the third quarter. Yeah. Uh, yesterday let's talk about your boy Thiago splitter yeah brazilian you played with him yeah a bunch. and He's you know Spurs.
2: i'm pulling out for him you know he and i you know talk a little bit every back and forth a little bit and uh i you know if it wasn't for traveling so much during the season i was going to try to convince my wife to go to san antonio but the last thing she wants is hop on a plane <laughs> you know and uh but i really hope he wins you know be the first brazilian to do it you know and and, and you know i'm a team guy i think you know takes five to win the championship six seven eight and really hope the Spurs win, but it's when LeBron and the Heat, you know, LeBron says something that Coach Rose used to say at BYU, you know, you guys got to fly around and, you know, play that kind of running gun, and when the Heat does that and they figure out how to play that way, I mean, it's really fun to watch, and it's it's hard for, you know, I, 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 I'm a team guy, and it's hard for you go against that, you know what I mean, because, you know, you got the best player in the world playing team ball, and you know, you know, extra passing, all that, and it's beautiful to watch, you know, and, you know, so it's, I, I'm hoping that the Spurs win for Thiago, you know what I mean, but you know, it's, you know, and both teams, they're, they're the best there is right now. You know, those are the top two guys right now.
1: Who's the best Brazilian basketball player? Because you have Ney you have Anderson Vergil, right the king of flop. You have Leandro Barbosa back in the day. Right. You have Jonathan Tavernari. I mean. uh,
2: All time, the best Brazilian ever. I'll probably say it's Oscar Schmidt. You I've know. heard of him. And, Oscar. and yeah. you know, I mean, I don't want to advertise or anything, but today on NBA TV, you're going to see the 84 draft documentary. Yeah, yeah I mentioned And, that. and Oscar is going to be – it was drafted on that draft. Really? And he yeah. never played in the NBA, and he's the all-time FIBA scorer. He actually scored more points wow. than Kareem and all that. It's like 50,000 or something. Whoa! Because I've been talking about, like, when Drazin Petrovic, remember him? Yeah. When they yeah. were, like – you when know, he was still in, in Europe, you know, those guys were going back and forth. I mean, now you talk about, like, Oscar, I mean, he's – he is the man. I mean, and when the dream team went to Barcelona and they were uh, going to each other, you know, like even Charles Barkley takes time to say, hey, that guy right there, he could play in the NBA anytime, you know what I mean? But, you know, the thing is, you, know, you couldn't be a professional. And, you know, in America you're considered a professional. In Europe you're kind of an amateur. So it's – so Oscar never made to the NBA, but all time easy. Oscar is – Yeah, I've, you know,
1: I've heard of his greatness.
2: Right now, you know, right now I think it's Nene, you know what I mean, what he did in the playoffs. I mean – He was you know, beast mode. Which means yeah. baby. Yeah, in Portuguese. Why it is he called baby? baby? Because he's so big, and you know Brazilians. That have doesn't this. make sense. Brazilians are somewhat sarcastic. I mean, I <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know, I what went mean? to Brazil. That's why I'm saying yeah. you look good at that mustache. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, but uh, point G. And, and when he was young, he was so big, and everybody's like, "Oh, you look like a baby." And Hafa, Hafa's nickname in Brazil was also baby. You know what I mean? Because they called him Nene. As yeah, well? they call him baby. Oh, baby in English. Baby, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, you know, and I, I think that if Brazil gets together, all these guys, you know, and plus some of the top European guys that play in Real Madrid and Barcelona, you know, Brazil has a chance of, you know, ending in the top eight in the world championships this summer, you know what I mean, and... um but yeah, I think Nene right now is a is a force to be reckoned with, Brazil wise.
0: And JT is number three on that list, right?
2: <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's tough. I mean, you know, I'm am a kind of a specialist. You know, a shooter. Are you top ten, and, top twenty? Yeah, uh, you know, we'll see. I mean, I I can't call it to the national team, but sometimes it's so hard. You know, because you got all these guys and all these NBAers and Europeans. You know, they're ahead of me. And sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm not going to go over there just to be the 10th, 11th guy. Yeah. You know, wife I already spent all this time away from my family. And, you know, my wife is, has to take care of my son pretty much, you know, a lot by herself during the season because I travel so much. So, you know, it's a sacrifice, you know, but it's the least I can do for her and my son is be around in the summertime, you know, and uh, but we'll see, you know what I mean? Playing the World Championship is a big deal. There's the Olympics in Rio, you know. So hopefully, yeah. you know, I get to be a little more consistent through the season, you know, maybe – um you know get on a on a top of your league team and not a lower one and you know maybe i'll be one of the the rotation guys you know because it's hard for you to play 10 12 guys on a team you never do that so but we'll see
0: jonathan tavernari on byu sports nation he's our nba finals expert uh, also he is our world cup expert we'll ask you about the world cup in just a bit but let's talk about your passion for byu basketball right. you've made it very clear that you follow the team as much as you possibly can yeah. uh what do you think about the state of BYU basketball right now? Where where are they right now in your mind?
2: You know, it's funny because this is actually one of the places I stay in shape. You know what I mean? I go in off season every time. I you know, I, I go in out of respect for Coach Rose. I'm like, you know, can I come in and work out with the guys? You know, he laughs every time because, like, why do you keep asking every single time, you know? <laughs> but, you know, I, I love it here. You know, I think my wife, uh, there was an interview that came out this week on, uh, on Deseret News, and she said it best. You know, this is where I found myself as a person. You know what I mean? That transition where you, you you become from a boy to a man, that's where I really shaped myself, my testimony, you know, the, the core values that my parents, you know, I hope my parents are proud of me for having them, you know, and and I also much to BYU and the church for becoming the man I am today, you know what I mean? And uh, and, and basketball, I mean, I, I started playing basketball when I was, you know, five years old, you know what I mean? I've been shooting, shooting hoops ever since I can't remember, you know what I mean? And, uh, and to be able to be successful and to be recognized, and I mean, even to this day, like you know, I used to be bald-headed, now I got hair. You know what I mean? I, don't I gra- look at you. I graduated. You look, great. You look sharp. You know, I graduated about five, four or five years ago, and people still remember me. And for me, it's humble, and it's literally because I love this place so much. And it doesn't matter if you know I was listening for you guys. If we go independent, if we join the Big 12, if we're in the Mountain West or WCC, for me, you know, I think that. We gotta support BYU no matter what we are. You know what I mean? Because uh, you know I got a shadow Tom Homer for six months, and that's one of the smartest guys I know. Mm-hmm. So if you know, and and that's the guy. And the church hired him. At the end of the day, you know he works for the church. You know what I mean? He he's in charge of making sure BYU athletics is in, on pace of being successful and making sure that it's okay with church standards. And that's the best guy that the church sees fit to play that role right now. And so who are we to question him? You know, all we gotta do is. You know, maybe send him an email or, you know, on a little complaint box like, well, you know, schedule more games or this and that. But we got to support, you know what I mean? Because if you start complaining, that's when things get out of order. So I love BYU. I love everything about BYU. And I'm sorry I'm going long, but okay. um, I play every single – I play pretty much every day with these guys. And I am so excited for this year's team. You know what I mean? I got to meet uh, Bob Medina, who's the conditioning coach. I got to be around Ty so much and kind of got a feel for him, you know, as being the leader. Because when you're a junior, you know, you kind of – you know, you're. you're it's kind of hard for you to be that leader. But now he's about to be a senior. And, yeah. you know, like I just see the kind of leadership he has. And, I mean, seeing him play and, you know, we have an expression saying he's a pro. I mean, Tyler's a pro. I know Kyle's hurt, but Kyle's a pro. You know what I mean? I'm excited to see uh, Fish come back and see him play. I mean, that kid can go. You know what I mean? I'm excited about – I don't know these guys' last name, but I'm excited for Isaac. I'm excited for Dalton Nixon. You know what I mean? Like I'm seeing him and – Kind of reminds me a little bit when I was a freshman, body style. You know what I mean? I'm pulling him aside and talking to him a few times. So I'm really excited for this year's team. You know, I think that if there's a ch- if there's a year that we've been in a situation that we can take in Gonzaga, I think it was, you know, Brandon's senior year. But I think we've got a chance of being the top team in, in, a, in a conference this season.
1: Absolutely. Jonathan Tavernari is on BYU Sports Nation. Let's finish with this. Uh, Brazil is hosting the World Cup. I
2: think the favorite to win yeah. it. Pressure of the world is up under. So, well, what's it like
1: as a Brazilian hosting the World Cup and having that pressure?
2: You know, um, everybody thinks I'm crazy, but the last place I'm going to be right now is Brazil. Really? Because the World Cup is going to be a living nightmare. Um, the last four days, Sao Paulo has had record, record highs of traffic. I'm talking about like how old is Brazil? How old is São Paulo? Four hundred years and record highs of traffic. Yeah, I you don't Probably really,
1: weren't keeping track of traffic right. like two hundred
2: years ago. But but, but still, <laughs> yeah, I still, mean, yeah, think I, about I guess, that. Think about that. About ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, and they're having you know traffic highs right now, traffic jams, and um, you know I think the weight of the world is on Neymar's shoulder. You know what I mean? If he pulls through, I mean, good grief. You know, we're talking about. You know levels Leg- of legendary le- levels of greatness. You know, like you know, you know Ronaldo, Pelé. Ronaldinho. Levels of Pele. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. Because if he wins the World Cup at an age of 21, 22, with the weight of the world on his shoulder, I mean, every literally every he's in every single commercial. Everything is about him. You know what I mean? And if they win the World Cup and he don't want delivers, like hats off to him because he's on legendary status. Are they gonna win? They're going to win the World Cup. You know, I'll get my passport revoked if I say no. <laughs> so I'm hope I'm hoping they win. But this is my thing. My brother in law is a huge, huge fan. You know, a soccer fan, and we go to Real games and all that stuff. But here's the thing: I think the pressure is going to be too much because of you know social issues and protests and all these kind of things. You know, and um, I think the pressure is going to be you know just too much for them. I'm hoping they win. And I'm, mm-hmm. like I said, I'm hoping Neymar proves me wrong and he becomes a legend. You know, but I hope they win. I think they will win. I just think the pressure—if they don't win—is because of the pressure. That's yeah. my thing.
1: Yeah, I'm dev- as a uh, return missionary from Brazil. I'm the classic dude that's going to yeah. be wearing
2: the. But you got to you got to get that rid of the mustard. Oh you, sure. you know it's I, it's will not before, November. I will before. I know it's I not will November. before me.
1: I just hope the U.S. makes it out of the group. I yeah, hope they win one game. Of those three.
2: I feel bad for that, Landon Donovan, though. I think he should have been there. That's yeah. the one thing, yeah. you know. He's an experienced guy, been there, done that. You know, kind of a the best American ever to play soccer. And you don't take the guy, you know. And I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so
0: we have discussed everything from the World Cup to the NBA Finals to yeah. Italian basketball to how You're you excited met about your that. Wife. You want to
2: come and visit? You, were, I wa- I, I you weren't love, welcome. I'm telling awesome. you right
0: now. If I said. To my wife, we're going to Italy and we're hey. gonna visit Jonathan Tavernari. Yeah.
2: She may faint. Hey, I'm telling you, my, my deals, I always have you know two, three extra rooms in my apartments. So, hey, you're more than welcome to come. So
1: Awesome. you oh, gotta
2: babysit one day though. That's okay, the deal. fair enough.
1: <laughs> fair yeah. enough. Easy.
2: J
0: T, great to have you on the show, man. Thanks for having me. His
2: in studio
0: debut and it's one we will remember. Yeah. Do please sign our the rise BYU up sports flag? Not nation at all. rise up flag. Give us your autograph. We have up next. Tons of Brazilian basketball I like that. On. Yeah. <laughs> He was one of two Cougars taken in the Major League Baseball draft over the weekend, and he's on deck. He also threw a no-hitter for BYU baseball. He's back on the desk. This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV.
2: This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the
0: BYU Store. Welcome back to the show. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton. And if you want a closer look at Jerem's mustache, at Jerem Jordan. Hey, go
1: to Sports.com. <laughs> Whatever, man. BYUtvsports.com. You can watch. Uh, classic games. Uh, you can also watch quick games on BYUtv.org. Just type in quick games in the search, and then you'll get those. During the break, we had uh, we have this basketball here, and Jonathan Tavernari said, hey, you need the one with BYU on it. And we said, well, we need BYU to give it to us. And he said, I'm going to go grab one. I'll be one. back in five so he, minutes. He literally is walking to the Merit Center <laughs> to grab a basketball with the BYU logo on it and bring it back. I love I love JT. Yeah, he
0: what he wants, he goes and gets. That's, that is fantastic. I mean, uh,
1: he, when he was here, it was controversial because of shot selection at, at points, you know, at, at, at times. But I, the guy's personality is fantastic. I love it. It really is. I love it.
0: He's petitioning for you to get rid of that mustache. I'm petitioning so that we I. do it on the Friday before media day. Sure, let's do it. Okay. Mark it down. On the show. Mark it down. Uh, sure, whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that we need that. But,
1: yeah. J- JT's going to come, and JT's going to be the one to do it. I'm not letting anyone else <laughs> shave my face. No. Speaking Come of a, speaking of a dude that may might need a razor. We now welcome
0: Colton Mahoney. Look at this. BYU baseball pitcher just <laughs> drafted by the Milwaukee Brewers. Colton, uh, okay, it's it's summertime. This is this is why you it's can get away a with summer, this, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm going to
3: school, so it's nice.
1: <laughs> now, technically that won't fly with the Honor Code office, but it's it's all right. They're not watching. I or listening. I hope not. I think <laughs> we think they are. Uh yeah, and I pull, I pull that too when I go away from. Technically, you're yes. supposed to shave at all times. So basically, you can't play intramurals this summer. I don't know if that's a big difference. <laughs> not for me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Drafted in the 23rd round by the Brewers. How did you get that
3: information? Where were you, and how did you find out about that? It's actually funny. I was watching the draft, and um, I was I went a little bit lower than I than I than I, than I, pro- I was projected and expected to go. And so I kind of just stopped watching. as my mom's birthday, and so we were going to Lagoon that day, and we were driving in the car. And I was just like, well, I mean, if, if I get drafted, they'll call me. And so I figured they'd call me before I got drafted, but they didn't. And <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the area scout for the Brewers called me, and he, he told me, he's like, hey, he's like, you just got drafted by us in the 23rd round. I was like, really? I was like, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> you were, so, so you were in a car? <laughs> I was driving in the car. wasn't even On your watching. way to a theme park. That's right. Colton's getting a call on the roller coaster. Un- oh. Unexpected. <laughs> You're the, drafted
1: by the Milwaukee Brewers. The, the white roller coaster, the very rickety yes. one, the old one. Uh,
3: Mormon, a Mormon to beer makers. What do you think? It's what it is. (laughs) It's (laughs) kind of funny. Me and my parents have been talking about that. It's kind of ironic and just, I mean, it's kind of cool. So I think it's pretty sweet. Milwaukee
0: Brewers apparently were paying attention to your no hitter.
3: That uh, you threw down in Louisiana, I think did so.
0: that did that factor into uh the conversation, and a lot of teams starting to pay attention to you,
3: I think so I think it put me on the map. I mean, I was all over the internet, all over in all the, the baseball sites on sports center on number three, so that was a highlight of my life so far, so I mean it was just a dream come true to throw that, and it just put me on the map for everybody, and everybody started to notice me a little bit more i think
1: yeah twenty twenty third round draft pick awesome uh, when you look at. What you're going to do with that? You have the option of saying no, returning
3: to BYU, playing, trying to up your draft stock. Do you know what you want to do with that? Take it or not? I think I have a pretty good idea. I mean, I feel like I I need to stay at BYU. I haven't made the the decision yet. I mean, they're still trying to to work it out. Me and the Brewers, and they've been calling me a lot, and so um, we're still trying to work that out. I mean, I have the the summer league, the the Cape Cod league set up um, that I just found about. So um, that's kind of cool that I'll have a chance to go out there and play with the best of the best of the college athletes. What's (laughs)
1: What's Be- <laughs> the signing bonus like in the 23rd round That's yeah. what I'm really wondering.
3: Um, they, can, they can offer you up to $100,000. Really? So, yeah. Up Dude. to 100000 in the 23rd round? Yeah. After mm-hmm. the 10th round, it's up to 100000 So, I mean, they pick and choose on who they want to give that to. So, we'll see what they have to say. Okay. So, being that you're a Northridge High School alum,
0: and I am too, Layton, Utah represent. What's up? That's right. Um, when, when you decide... Of course, you'll tell your family, but will you tell Boe Sports Nation and your fellow Northridge High School alum what your plans are?
3: Oh, yeah. I'll definitely give a (laughs) shout-out to you guys.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Okay, fair enough.
1: Uh, What what will ultimately uh, decide, uh, go into the decision of staying or not?
3: Um, I mean just a lot of different factors go into it. I mean I'm getting a little old. I mean I went on my mission, so I mean You're old? That's that's what the draft people say. That's what all the <laughs> Isn't that funny? all the guys who try to take you say. I mean they tell you you're too old to go play and they try to scare you into it. A lot of them saying I'm too old I won't ever like, play again. Like, hurry. like yeah. you need to sign right now for the I mean it's like buying a car. They're they're used car salesmen. They're trying to buy the nicest car for the cheapest price. And so they want to get me for cheap as they can and just stick me out there, and hopefully I do good and make it to the big You leagues. know what? Just learn how to throw the knuckleball. Ask That's Phil right.
0: Negro and Tim Wakefield about being <laughs> old and being a major <laughs> league that, pitcher. It's that easy. <laughs> Super easy. Colton Mahoney on BYU Sports Nation was just drafted in the 23rd round by the Milwaukee Brewers. The state of BYU baseball right now, you had that great run in the first year under Mike Littlewood. Then you lost a lot of talent to that major league baseball draft. Now you're dealing with that same scenario where you could go to play in the major leagues what is the current status of
3: BYU baseball moving forward? How does this program uh, get to the next level? You know, I think I think that we have a lot of good guys coming back, and so we didn't get as many people taken this year. And so a lot of the guys, we're going to have a lot of um, older guys, and we have some freshmen that, that played a huge role in our team this year, and they're coming back next year. So, I mean, that's going to be a big impact. They have a little bit more maturity. Hopefully they'll get bigger and stronger and be able to hit more home runs and drive people in. Uh, but, you know, I think we have a good chance to to really advance this year and and compete in the West Coast Conference. Did you uh, get that uh,
1: no-hitter ball into Legacy mm-hmm. Hall yet? Not or yet. They, they haven't
3: asked me for it. Still, They room. haven't
1: asked. we got to make
0: a call to our friend Duff Tittle to get that ball in there. We're getting the BYU basketball from Jonathan Tavernari. Might as well... He said
1: five minutes. I think it's been more than yeah, five Can minutes. we get Colt no Mahoney's, Mahoney's baseball
0: in there by the end of the day? <laughs> <laughs> in the Legacy
1: yeah. Hall. <laughs> Aside from the no-hitter, which is, you know, a, a huge thing, what was the highlight of the season for you and the team, you think?
3: Um, you know, it was just kind of up and down. I mean, we had some, some pretty good winning streaks and, and we, we played some good teams. I mean, we had a, one of the best games that we played was probably against Washington state. Yeah. They were ranked. They're a really good team. We only played one game against them, but we shut them out three to nothing. And every, we had probably had five or six pitchers pitch that game. And it was pretty sweet to just go in and just shove against them. It felt good to just shut them down and kind of blow the wind out of their sails. I
0: really enjoy talking with Mike Littlewood, the head coach. Uh, he's very transparent when it comes to his program. What's the best part about playing for a guy like Mike Littlewood?
3: No, he's, just a, he's just a really good guy, super nice to you, and, you know, he'll, he'll take care of you. He, he really seems like he, he wants the best for you. And so, I mean, he has good practices, very organized, and, I mean, he wants to win. You can see the, the passion that he has to win. And so, I mean, that's, that's we well, obviously didn't win last year, had a, a rough year. So, I mean, things were, emotions were high and, and things were stressful. But, you know, hopefully this year we can turn it around.
0: I know some of his go-to sayings, but what, what do you remember as his go-to saying? <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah,
1: we learned that one from Brock Whitney, I yeah. think, on the show. Earlier in the show, we talked about uh, Spencer, go- when he goes to a new city, uh, especially one with the Major League Baseball team, he'll buy a hat from that team. Yeah. Uh, who's your favorite team, and are you okay with him buying a bunch of hats of different teams, even though he doesn't root for those teams? I think that's Treason. <laughs> what? <laughs> Spoken like a true baseball purist. Who, who's your favorite team? I love the Red
0: Sox. Red yep. Sox is my favorite team. Well, I've been team. to Fenway Park, and I, I bought a Red Sox hat And he Fenway owns a Park. Yankees
1: hat, so I don't That's see not how okay. that works. That's not what? okay. Yeah, I don't think it's okay either. I didn't say
0: I wear the Yankees hat. I bought the Yankees hat. I do wear the Red Sox hat, though. That's a good thing.
1: That's, a, that's just a really expensive version of what I'm doing, which is a shot glass.
0: What's better, a baseball hat or a shot I, glass, I Jeremy? should be giving the shot glasses <laughs> to the brewer draft pick. That's Might what throw, should right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Colton Mahoney on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, walk us through the next uh, month of your life as you lead up to the July 18th cutoff date of when you need to decide whether you're going to come back and play at BYU or or where you're going to go. What, what's going to happen with the Cape Cod League and all that?
3: Um, I mean, so I fly out on Wednesday. It's pretty quick. I just decided, I mean, I found out I could go there on Sunday. And so it's kind of the same just right after the draft. And I called, and, you know, I went a little bit lower than I expected. So I was like, you know, maybe I could try to get into that league. Is this really good? And if I'm going to stay because um, there's scouts at every game there. And so, yeah. I mean, the next month that I can go out there and, and prove that prove that I can pitch against the best and, and hopefully do well there, and scouts will see me for next year too if I stay. So And then the brewers will call me and we'll try to figure out what they want to offer me. And if it's not what I want, then I'll come back.
1: Okay, and this is basically just an excuse to go to Boston Red Sox games at Fenway, right? That's pretty much it. Okay, this makes total sense. <laughs> I was wondering why. Now
3: I get it. Why do you want to
0: go to the Cape Cod League? So I can watch
1: Sox the Red can Sox. So
3: I can watch the Sox. <laughs> yep, yep, and play a, a little no baseball.
0: Has the reality of being drafted into the major leagues set in for you? I mean, I know so many kids are like, yeah, I'm going to be a professional ball player. But, like, for you, that, that is now a reality.
3: You can sign
0: your name to that. Has, has it set in yet?
3: I mean, a little bit. I mean, because I, I haven't made the decision if I want to stay or go yet. So, I mean, it's cool because everybody's telling me congratulations, you know, Facebook and Twitter and everything's blowing up right now. Um, but it's it's kind of cool. It's pretty sweet. I mean, the dream has come true. I mean, I got drafted. I mean, I never thought it would come, but I mean, the day's here. So, I mean, it's stressful a couple weeks coming up to do it too. So, everybody's calling me and you got all these teams calling you and asking you what you want and what do you want to do with your life and do you want to play baseball or do you want to go back to school? i will try to convince me I'm too old still. <laughs> <laughs> you old man, all of like 23 or whatever you are. 22.
0: How, 20, you're 22, you're old? 22. You're 22 and you're old. 22. Not old. Oh my god. How much? If you stayed and
1: tried to up your draft stock, and that'd be the point of staying. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of the point of staying, I
3: assume. How much higher do you think you can go? Than 23. I'm hoping to go on the the first three rounds.
1: Mm. I mean,
3: might as well try. <laughs>
1: Okay, that'd be fantastic. Well, Mike
3: Littlewood has made it clear
0: that he feels like you're the guy right now in the BYU baseball program that has major league capability and, and potential. And so, why not aim for the stars? Why not? You know, I mean, that's that's no
1: hitter this year, perfect game next year. I mean, it, that's all you need to do. Right? <laughs> You've
0: already signed our flag, haven't you? I have. You were one of the first, I believe, to one sign of the first our flag. Repeat. You brought in yeah. your no hitter baseball as well in March. We need to get it in Legacy Hall. Yes, we do. That, <laughs> that we that's the number one goal of BYU on <laughs> today. BYU and for Station. Jonathan Tavernari to actually return
1: with the BYU basketball. We're calling him
0: out now. Hey, by the way, uh, right now, what can BYU Sports Nation karma do for you, Colton Mahoney? Tell me pitch good in the Cape. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. We we'll will be, give be following. some strikeouts. Would you please update us and, and tweet at us from Red Sox games or from Cape Cod or whatever and let us know uh, what you decide to do? I'll let you know. All right. At Colton Mahoney 11. <laughs> Up next. <laughs> Your thoughts on the direction of scheduling for BYU football as an independent from 2011 up until now. Do you like what you're seeing or do you not like it? You buying into Tom Homo's program? More of your tweets. This is BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU Radio and on BYU TV. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. BYU Football Media
1: Day is two weeks from today, Spencer.
0: So what should you do for the two weeks leading up to BYU BYU that Radio. besides watch and listen to BYU Sports Nation every day at noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain? Go watch
1: BYU football games That's on BYUtvSports.com. It's, it's fun. We have a ton of games from a lot of different years that you can watch. Um, luckily, some of the losses are not in there. Uh, but if you'd like to watch other games. Okay, Jonathan Tavernari is back. JT, what's up? Look at this. <laughs> okay, c- c- <laughs> Come back c- up on set. Come over here and tell us what you, we're, what, we're what alive. you did, we, young boy. We're blood. alive.
0: <laughs> he's got He's got It's us a, BYU a BYU
1: basketball with BYU branded BYU on it. You now, delivered Now, oh, what? what are you doing with that ball? Because we still want to keep that one. I'm not sure it's over. Oh, okay. I was like, are you taking that ball? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just swapped a used for a, a new.
2: Sport balls, all, all sports, and has a BYU logo on it, and basketball does <laughs> so, okay. Because well, we didn't have official.
1: Jonathan Tavernari getting us one. Yeah. You're nice, a man, man. of we your word. i man of my word.
0: Yes. Jonathan that. Tavernari delivers the BYU basketball to the BYU Sports Nation set. As long
1: as he's got a suit and tie, you know what I'm saying? And he's gone. <laughs> it, that's a walk-off. See JT. Walk-off. That's as real as it gets. Desk Just,
0: squag moment. Here it is. How cool is that?
1: Yeah. BYU, the BYU with Brandon. the Nike. The, the irony of all this, this is a BYU ball. When BYU plays West Coast Conference games, it's a Wilson ball.
0: Oh, that's they use a Wilson ball on the
1: WCC. I believe they use those for the non-conference games as well just to get
0: used to it. So does BYU use Nike basketballs at home when it's a non-conference game?
1: I think they use Wilson to maintain continuity. Interesting. But this is, yeah, BYU's a Nike
0: school. We, you, The end. <laughs> yes, and now we have a Nike it's, BYU basketball on the set. It's not an Under Armour school. The swag grows on the desk. What do you think about the direction of scheduling for BYU football... Stop what you're doing. ...as an independent... Stop what you're doing. Why? why, why? At McMinn5, you simply can't be a Yankees
1: fan and a Red Sox fan. It's metaphysically impossible.
0: I am not... I don't think that you're a fan. I am a, not fan. a fan. I'm an Orioles fan. I, I'm a Cal Ripken guy. I worshipped Cal Ripken as a little kid. The Iron Man. And they're in the American League East. So, yes...
1: <laughs> they, so, to you... To you, it's just a piece of memorabilia. Yes, it's, not, it's, a, it's
0: a way to remember a but trip. But when you
1: come, but when you come to work and you've got like a Yankees hat on, I'm like, okay, you think you're a Yankees fan? No, I don't. But that's the perception when you wear that hat at I do I rock I've the Y. think I've it
0: one time
1: at I do rock the Y. That's one times too many at I do rock the Y. <laughs> a double minded man is unstable in all his ways. <laughs> Hashtag pick
0: a team. I pick the Orioles. Then wear the Orioles hat. Fine, only. I will. Fine. Sorry, you were going to go to Twitter, Done but this probably, conversation. It's... Hey, thanks for distracting me. Well, I'm not. Yeah, no. The pe- the people have spoken. You're not allowed to wear anything else except Mariners. Well, ever. No, it depends nope. on the sport and the never. You can... the other <laughs> sports have nothing to do with this. Keep your responses coming. We're going to talk about football after this. When Jerem lets me get to the actual Twitter question, I support all Major League teams. The Orioles the most. Go M's. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Welcome back. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out. Hello. Hi. Fantastic tweet over the break that I, that I just read from at Y for Life. Credentials from media to get into BYU Media Day on June 23rd. One, write an essay using 2010 articles, <laughs> references on why BYU chose independence, and two, apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the case. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. That two weeks really from today. Funny. I can't believe we... June. The slow month of June, right? No. You know what time it is, by the way? Time for the Cougar whip time for the Cougar whip Men's volleyball.
1: Taylor Sander is tearing it up, folks, good. with Team USA in World League play. Now, 4-0 after two wins against Rush over the weekend. Sander had 27 kills in the two matches combined on 56 attempts, three blocks, and three aces. The Americans traveled to Chicago this week for a pair of matches against... Serbia. Bring it on, Serbia. Baseball. Two
0: Cougars selected in the Major League Baseball draft over the weekend. Sophomore pitcher Colton Mahoney, who just joined us on set, in the 23rd round by the Milwaukee Brewers, and current missionary Tanner Chauncey, who played shortstop in 2013 for BYU, drafted by the L.A. Dodgers in round 35. Soccer. BYU defeated the U-23 San Jose Earthquake Saturday
1: 2-1 for its second road win of the 2014 PDL season, Premier Development League. BYU has a few weeks off before a June 24th tilt against Real Real Colorado.
0: Colorado. Hey, future guests, how about the top-ranked decathlete in the NCAA, Chase Dalton? No
1: relation, no relation to Dalton Nixon. Peyton Dastrup as well, future Cougar, who uh, was uh, verbally committed to Ohio State, then changed to BYU. He's going to be in town. He'll join us later this week as well. He has a mission call to
0: Panama. Can you name anybody... On the BYU football roster that wore the number 81, Jerem. Currently, there is no one. There's nobody on the roster. But you know what starts on August 29th? Countdown to Connecticut. 81 days. How about some foreshadowing with that, right? Uh, Yeah. uh. Marion E. Probert played defensive end from 1952 to 1954.
1: He has a jersey retired, I want to say, one of only a couple BYU Cougars to have that. Number 81. Eldon the Phantom four time. I think fourteen 14's retired, right? Yeah. Ty and Gifford. I want to say that Steve Young has his
0: as well. Marion Probert. Marion Probert's one of those. He was great. 1952 to 54. 81 days until BYU takes on Connecticut in East Hartford. Man, Let's go back to the Twitter good. machine. Not. I am dripping with snarkiness. <laughs>
1: I'm 184th
0: Brazilian, I guess. What do you think about the direction of scheduling According for BYU football as an independent? At Nate Walton, Tom Holmo deserves an Athletic Director of the Decade Award for what he's done with independent football scheduling. I offer my stamp of approval on that statement.
1: It's been really good. <laughs> At Skydiz, I think it's been great. More chances for fans to experience new and historical venues. My yes. Notre Dame trip last year was a blast. I want to make this point, too. BYU was... A, the the so called boring or uh, inferior games that BYU is playing, they're not against teams familiar to BYU, so there's at least some level of interest because you're not used to playing that team. I love that.
0: They're going all over the country. Even this year Connecticut, Orlando, Florida, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, which is in the Nashville area, awesome. Berkeley. Then they're going to Nebraska, yeah. Michigan. I-, I love it. Then they go to UCLA in 20. 20- <sighs> Can't beat it. At San Jose
1: State, you want to be at UNB, Utah State? Hey, yeah. still. At yeah, the GM no, 11.
0: It. Independence has been successful so far. With a changing landscape, Homo has done a great job of playing across the country. Hey, so,
1: yes. Yes, I love it. They're finding a way. Thanks for our guests today. Good stuff with Jonathan Tavernari, Colton Mahoney, and everyone on our crew. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BYU Sports Nation for lots of
0: stuff. And the thanks, BYU basketball Yeah, thanks, here. JT, for the BYU basketball. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUsportsNation.com every afternoon and on BYUtv.org slash DVR. For Jerem. I'm Spencer. Shout out to Rick Aguilera. We're back to work tomorrow. (laughs) Uh,
1: Sports.